The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. This is the premier podcast for late model dirt track racing. This is Forward Bike. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass, here's your host, Kyle Armstrong. Welcome back to the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong, here with Adam Logan in the Speed Sport Podcast Studio Network, presented by My Race Pass. And Adam, we've, we're coming off a couple of uh, really long weeks there at the Charlotte Dirt Track. And uh, <laughs> yes. I went to every single night of that. And uh, man, it was, what a bunch of great racing, I thought, that we got to see here at Charlotte right here in our backyard. And there's not a lot of people complaining about it like no. usual. Like, you know, Charlotte has got a bad rap in the past, but doggone, we saw some really good racing over the last couple of weeks. What yeah, you I, was, I was very impressed. Like, normally, usually, like the week before, like Short Track Nationals usually puts on some good racing but you got guys out there that i mean you're on street stocks four cylinders you know modifieds like they don't have they don't have like 410 sprints super late models and big blocks like wearing the track out so it's usually pretty good racing but this past weekend i mean every night i mean mike marler the first night drove from 10th or 12th and, and passed with you know five laps to go i mean um that's impressive uh friday or well, not friday, thursday night thursday night was a little you know, Tanner English, you know, ran away with it. But back in the pack, I mean, there was people racing. But at the same time, it was cool to see Tanner English yeah. break through and get a win there at Charlotte. Yeah, so, I mean, and then we've got highlights here of, of Saturday night, and Mr. Superman just does Superman things and just goes wherever the hell he wants to Saturday go. Was a, Saturday was an excellent race, man. Uh, I mean, anybody that says otherwise is just crazy because it was uh, – Top to bottom racing I mean, look, in I Davenport mean, was running right around the wall the whole night, and it was. Uh, Huddy didn't just give it up. I mean, he had to he had to work on it, you know. So, but yeah, as nice uh, nice two weekends at, at Charlotte, and I was I was busy. I, I think you were busy with the. Uh, were you working for SRI down there? Or no, no, not necessarily. I had to run parts there Friday, so I was lucky enough to get off work early enough to take some parts out there and kind of got there early enough to enjoy it but my goodness every other day you know i would work till five or whatever five or five thirty and then leave and then go out there and i've done missed several heat races by the time i get into my uh, place to watch so i really missed the opportunity to really get to talk to a lot of people in the pits and everything because by the time i get there they're working and it was it's really hard to do that when you when you got a full-time job which that comes first you know don't get me wrong but like it's sort of uh you know, I sort of feel like I missed a lot of a lot of opportunities to talk to people and stuff, which is fine. I mean, we still got to uh, enjoy a lot of uh, a lot of hospitality with the SRI performance there, and and, uh, and yeah, I want to I want to thank y'all for that. Y'all y'all uh, hooked up my guys. We had our we had our Bill Stein trailer there, so y'all gave us some passes for us to get up there and watch some races and and eat a little food and everything. So we want to we want to thank y'all for that. And it's like I don't to me. It almost seemed like it was like laid back this year at Charlotte. Like it wasn't. It did seem like laid back. Like it, it, it was just a. It was just a weird. Uh, like people weren't really stressing, you know, last race. And maybe it's because you know Herb already had the the championship locked up. I know you know several drivers are you know swapping rides or moving to different rides and stuff like that. So it maybe I don't know if that played into it. You know that hey you know I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get through this weekend or whatever, but it was it was a nice. I mean, no, I didn't really see you know no drama, you know nothing. There wasn't much. There wasn't. I didn't. On Saturday there was a little bit with between Marler and Strickler in the heat race. And well, oh, did you it, didn't get to see that? I didn't get to. I was I was not. Yeah, I was at Caraway on on Saturday um, for the last car store race and went and helped a help a friend of mine out on on his race team. So I I missed. I was trying to get down there, but they held me hostage. They wouldn't let me out of the racetrack. I couldn't make it down to the dirt track. So. Yeah, but um, so there was a little little scuffle in the in the heat race. A little scuffle there. I don't I don't exactly remember the particulars of it, but I do know that Mike Marler went out on the hook, and he was uh, I believe he had a I believe he told uh, Strickler that he was number one oh, I there. Think I did see a I video saw the picture of it. I, saw I didn't necessarily yep. see it. I was standing right there, but I you know I didn't see it from where we were, but. It was, uh, man, it was a doggone good race all weekend, man, and especially Saturday night. That was the icing on the cake for that to be the last race. And it actually had a little bit of drama in that race because 
whenever you saw Parker Martin there stop on the track and brought out a caution with 18 to go, mm-hmm. there there was rain drops falling out of the sky, and we're standing in the middle of the backstretch watching the race, and I'm like, man, this is it's going to start raining now. They've you know they messed the vortex up, and I was <laughs> sort of aggravated. <laughs> the old DW vortex. I was theory. sort of aggravated with that with uh, Parker Martin for for stopping on the track because as soon as they threw the caution, away, he just started driving again and. Yeah, they brought that caution out. We talked about that before we started the show. We actually did. We, we need to fix that. Yeah, he stopped I, on the track, and then as soon as it, you know, then he started driving and then pulled into the pits. Like I, I understand, you know, man, you're having a, you know, I, I get it. I race, you know, you make a bad call, you know, and the car ain't working right, or you know, someone cuts you off or puts you in a bad spot. But I, time and time again, I see people just they just stop. And I, I get it. Hey, your car breaks, something's broke. I understand all that. Like, you stop. But as soon as, like, the caution comes out, if you move, like, what are you doing? I know. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think you were telling me, who does it? Like, if you stop, you're done. Go put it on the trailer. We were talking about it before we came in here with uh, Tony Stevens. He was here in the studio, and we were talking about the Boone Super Nationals at, at, up in Boone, Iowa, IMCA, and they – They've got a rule where if you spin out in a heat race or whatever, you better spin it around and keep going because they're not throwing the caution. And if they do have to throw the caution, you're disqualified for the night. So See, if, if if all our if every racer had to race like that and grew up racing like that, uh, I think it'd be a lot different for sure on some of those kind of things. Yeah. But I, what made yeah, – I mean, uh, I, I, I think it was – it had to be Wednesday night, I think. Uh, there, was a, there was a guy, he – he had issues going down the back straightaway, and they've got a they've got a pit road, like halfway down the back straightaway. Yeah, you can pull right into the pull right into the infield, passes that up, drives around three and four, and stops and turn four, on the on the Ute tire down there. Caution comes out, he just turns left and pulls in the infield and stops. I'm like, dude, you had half a track to pull down, and I mean, I don't know. It's just. You know, some people say I want a caution. Some people don't want a caution. You know, a bunch of field up. But at that particular time, we didn't need a caution because we needed to get that race completed because it was starting to rain. And and honestly, during that, ca- they ran a lot of caution laps, thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, from race control to see if the track was ra- was going to be able to race. And I was standing there in the middle of the backstretch, and I look over toward turn two. And I've seen all those people in those stands over there just get up at the same time and leave. And I'm like, wow, it's raining right over there pretty heavily if they all got up like that. And I went and grabbed my rain jacket and put it on, and it started to uh, it started to rain kind of heavily. But they kept the cars out there rolling around the track, and then it quit raining. So they rolled around there a few more laps, maybe put a few trucks out there, and was luckily able to finish the race. And then, then during Victory Lane celebrations, then the bottom fell out and it started raining. Yeah, and it sort of dampened the night because man, I was finally going to get the chance to go down in the pits and visit with some people and talk to them and everybody's scrambling to load up and get, you know, get all their equipment out of the rain. So it was, uh, yeah, like I get it. That situation. Yeah. Don't pull in, but like just on a regular race, I mean, I just, it's just, I understand if you got a flat or something like that, I get it. You get your courtesy laps or you broke the car. I understand that you can't move it. Like, I that's understandable. If you have to be put on the hook, yeah, stop on the racetrack. But just to stop, just to stop, either go in, change a tire. Or try, some series won't even let you do that if it ain't flat. Or just stop just because, hey, man, I suck. I <laughs> I just want to restart. You know, that that's not what our, our sport needs. I, th- I, I don't – I guess the only way to police it is if you stop and there's nothing wrong with your car and you pull away, like, I guess you're just going to have to say, hey, go put it on the – go put it on the trailer. So what about Shane Clanton this weekend? He had some of the best runs he's ever had in his life at Charlotte, and he still was kind of bad mouthing the. He said he hates coming to Charlotte. He read. told me that too. I talked to him. It had to be the first night. It had to be the no, yeah. It was the first night. I was sitting there. He was in front. You know, I ain't seen Shane in a while. I went and talked to him, and he goes, "Man, I hate this place. I ain't ever no good." I said, "Tonight, I mean, tonight's your night. I mean, you're you're already giving up." And I just like, "Hey, you're, you'll be all right." Goes out, finishes second, first night. Then finishes second the, the second night. I'm like, dude, he was in good shape on the points. And he ended. Where did he end up on Saturday? Was he top five? I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember. But was he, he was he top? He, five? he ran okay. And then also another one I want to give a shout out to was Hudson O'Neill because he, 
you know, debuted that new car with uh, with the, yeah, you know, with the, the Rocket the, House car. The he, Rocket Boys, yeah. First weekend in, in that car. Um, Here we go. There it is on the screen. Clanton was seventh on the first night. Seventh the last night. So uh, anyway, it was a it was a great show, and like Hudson O'Neill really uh, dominated the first half of this race, then slipped back to eighth at the finish. I'm not sure what went wrong there, but that but uh, I think Hudson's going to be a great choice for that car. We haven't talked about that yet on this podcast since uh, since you know he you know switched to that ride. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's, they're in a, a pretty cool little situation for them guys to be able to you know bring him out at the end of the year and, and put him in the car instead of you know, wait until Florida at least, you know, because you go to Florida, you got everybody down there, points start, you know, you're, you, whatever, if they're going to run the Outlaws, if they're going to run Lucas, whatever they're going to do, you know, bring a new driver with a new team, um, you know, and start the year off on, you know, on a points race. I mean, that's that's difficult to do. At least they were able to, you know, they weren't running Outlaws. You know, the Lucas series was over with, and so, Brand, you know, Shepard finished second in that deal. So it was a nice weekend for them to say, okay, hey, you know, thanks, Shepard, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna take Hudson down to Charlotte and get, you know, hey, work with the he team, get acclimated with the team, and work everything. with the team, you know, sit in a race car and and race on a, you know, like I said, like I like I said, he was like a, it's like a relaxing weekend. There was like no pressure. Like go out there, you win, you win. If you don't, guess what? Hey, we're not. There's no points, you know, to be had here. Like we're just we're just going to race. So, um, like I said, it was Charlotte was different, and maybe it might be just because I don't I don't work on race cars no more. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I don't I don't know. I just I just felt like it was just a, a nice fall weekend at the racetrack. That was it was nice. Hey, but for you though, uh, Bill Steen Shock swept the weekend. We so did. That's a, that's a win for your for your company. That it you did. For. Yeah, we are, every guy, all the guys at the at the shop up here, uh, guys in the tech room are working really hard. Um, you know, you know, building shocks for all these customers across the country. And then we did take our trailer there to, to service these guys and we were busy. Um, you know, a lot of guys, you know, either, you know, getting down towards the end of the year. So I didn't think, you know, Oh, they got what they got, but no, they, they still, they still wanted to win. So, I mean, we were, we were busy for the majority of the day, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, you know, taking care of guys, you know, re, Re, rebuilt uh, I can t- can't talk here rebuilding shocks and just getting them dialed in for for the track at Charlotte so but yeah for us to um you know I don't know there's a few more races to go but you know this is probably the last you know where all the guys are going to be there um to go out and you know win every race that's uh speaks very highly of the of the product that we got on the racetrack so yeah there were some stout fields I think those will be the uh for 2022, those will be the highest car counts we're going to see for the rest of this year. Maybe with the exception of probably the dome, but uh, but that that's, that's, that's. that draws a lot of cars. But not a lot good. of them you've not. Yeah, a lot of these guys are like, who is this guy? Yeah. Where's he from? Yeah, because you got this weekend. You've got you've got Sonoa, fifty three thousand win, and then you've got the race out at Las at, Vegas. At Vegas. So it's like I know I know several like uh, that splits the field on yeah. two different sides of the country. You know, you got guys that you sit there and think, "My God, you're you're driving halfway across the country for that." When you got this, you know, four hours away. But you know, so this weekend will be split. I mean, there'll be it's going to be two good races. There's going to be good guys out west in in, in Las Vegas, and there'll be good guys down at um down at um Sonoya. Sonoya. I mean, like, speaking of Clanton, I was talking to him. I said, you know, he'd be in your backyard next week. He goes, "Nope." I was like, "What do you mean, no?" He goes, I'm "Going to Vegas." So really, so he <laughs> he's going he's driving out the Vegas race, but I think that's a I think it's a I think it's one of if the if you were little, in the points or whatever I you think get he's a, in the it's points a potential eighty thousand to win they're going to double up the purse and yeah I think it's a lot he's, of those guys that have ran all the races kind of yeah I think that's what the deal yeah I think that's what's going to happen so he's going out there but like like I said you got guys that are going to be here in in Sonoya for two big nights and then after that you got the dome and I think one more down at Alltech. Yeah, the blue gray one hundred at blue Cherokee gray. will we got blue be coming gray. up. I know Chris Madden is going to be there, and maybe Overton. I know. Uh, JD, they got there. What, what is JD? Now, somebody posted he's. I don't know if he'll be there or not. It's I, hard to say where all these cats are going. He's one twenty five. I think. What are they? They say they're a hundred a hundred thousand away from two million. Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's unbelievable what that team's done this year. Almost every big super late. Well, I wouldn't say every one, but Jonathan Davenport's pretty much won almost every race that that I've personally attended this year. Big race when the big money's on the line. Like for example, at Charlotte this weekend when it was the. Saturday night finale, you know, he won. I watched him win the million. I watched him win the world. I watched mm-hmm. him win the North South 100. So, uh, you know, what else is there at this point? So if he, if he chooses not girl. to race anymore after, uh, after this weekend, I mean, it's, that's fine. He probably wants to go deer hunting or whatever anyway. So and he's got a, he's got, he got his, uh, his farm down there. He ranches that. So he's probably, I'm sure Rachel's getting on to him. He's got to come take care of the cows instead of go racing cars. Well, that, <laughs> racing makes him a lot of living <laughs> yes it is that's why I, I like the name of dirty dollar i do too um man i gotta give a shout out and a, you know it's an unfortunate deal but uh we heard a little while ago today that kyle strickler had some holler issues out on his way to uh out the, on his way to las vegas somewhere out in tennessee he had a little bit of a uh you know a trailer fire there and i hope everything's okay with that and that they're going to get all their equipment back but uh strickler doesn't sound like we'll be making the rest of that haul out to Las Vegas this week. So no, that's that's unfortunate. You don't want anybody to have any kind of trouble like that. And hopefully everything's okay. And they didn't. Hopefully they didn't lose no no uh, expensive equipment. Because yeah, I don't know the extent of the damage or what it, you know how bad it could have been or, or how bad it was. But uh, from what I understand, Kenny and Kyle and all the guys they were going to fly out there this mm-hmm. week, and they had a uh, truck driver hired to drive that rig out there and, and you know and that unfortunately happened so uh you know hate that happened and then speaking of hauler trouble i saw where gordy gundaker had a flat on his rig so <laughs> these guys they they've wore themselves out i guess is what we're saying I think there's so we, much racing that they got to work on their rigs a little it's bit it's time to it's time to we're done for this season we need to get home and and go through our race cars go through our trucks and trailers Put some grease in the bearings and grease the bearings and let the crew members have a day off. <laughs> I agree. It's been a. I, I mean, agree. this year's. It, it's been a grind. It's. Man. It's. I mean, there's so much racing this year, and we're finally, you know, kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know. Like I said, we talked about. We got Vegas and Sonoya this weekend. We got Blue Gray. There's uh, racing All Tech um, in December, and you got the Dome. So I mean, there's still some more races out there, but. Man, it's it's, it's kind of like at this point, who's going to choose to go? I know uh, Earl Pearson Jr. He said he was done after Portsmouth there, yeah. so he's, he's and he's going he's one of those guys. He he's going to race the series, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, he right. he sticks to it. He runs. You know, he's going to run Lucas Series. He's going to run all those races, mix in the world and and dream type deal. But um, he don't really venture out much more than that. Then you got some of these guys that. If they can make it, they're going to be there. So do we want to talk about uh, who maybe our next guest might be on this podcast? Because I know we had him, thought we had him lined up for I've tonight. I've got a guy. All, I'm going, really to, all going, I'm going to say is, I, man, I, I'm going to need a bush light. It's going to break the internet. I, all I'm going to say is next week we're, we're probably going to have some bush lattes. Yep. That's, I'm just gonna. Te- I'm just gonna. It out, I'm just gonna tease it that way. Just bush lattes. They'll figure it out from that. Yep. I think it, when you listen to the show next week, I think you're going to have to drink a bush light as you enjoy. As long as you're not driving down the road. Don't, yeah, no drinking and driving, and you got to be 21 years of age. But And our next guest here on the that's coming up tonight is not 21 years old. He's 20. So he can't drink. That's a perfect segue into <laughs> our guest here. Devin Morgan's going to be here on the on the Forward Bike Podcast next. And that's something we've been working on a long time, too. His dad's been on me a while about getting his son on the on the show, and rightfully so, man. He's got some accomplishments and a lot of good things coming up, so we're excited to hear him come on here. So uh, we'll uh, – Yeah, and picked up a, a big win at Charlotte last week. Yeah, and, and, and the street stock. And the street so stock tell division, us about so. that. So, yeah, it will be a good show. So I want to thank uh, Andy's Towing, Superior Pools of South Carolina, Tour V, and who else have we got sponsoring this thing still? Man, we're still looking. We're always looking for sponsors. If anybody out there is listening to this and you've got a 
business or a racetrack or, or an event coming up or whatever man let us uh let us hype it up let us we know get... we'll uh we'll give you a shout out and help plug it for you for sure absolutely uh i don't i'm out of merchandise at the time hopefully we'll get some new hats and t-shirts i know a lot of people are asking about those and maybe we'll uh get some new ones uh done up here pretty soon and i uh, thank you everybody as always for listening uh, without further ado we're gonna take a quick break here and on the other side of the break Devin morgan joins the forward bike podcast this episode is brought to you by AT&T Fiber. And in honor of their straightforward pricing, we're going to have a straightforward moment, just you and me. Be honest. When you're listening to ads like this one right here, you don't just sit there, ears glued and waiting to make a note of interesting offers, do you? Of course not. You're checking out your fantasy stats or catching up on the scores or doing any number of other things you want to do. I get it. I'm not fully paying attention to this ad either. I've got the game playing in a little window on my laptop as I read this. It's called multitasking. And now that we're being straightforward with each other, here's something else that can be totally straightforward. Your internet. No, seriously. Because when you become a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber, you don't just get super fast internet speeds, you get a bill that's straightforward all the way. Equipment fees, price increase at 12 months, not a thing here. Everything is straightforward the way it should be. And that's it. You can go ahead and check on your fantasy team now. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. All right, we're here on the Forward Bike Podcast with special guest out of Greenville, South Carolina tonight with uh, Adam Logan here in the studio. We've got Devin Morgan on the hotline, on the Andy's Towing Hotline, actually. It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, said that because we've had a couple of in-studio guests. So welcome back uh, to the Andy's Towing Hotline with Devin Morgan here. And uh, he's he's got some pretty cool, uh, some pretty interesting news and everything going on. He's been down in Georgia right now working on the Coltman Farms racing team and kind of preparing something for uh, 2023, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it. So what's going on tonight, Devin? Uh, you know, we're uh, we're currently over here at the shop uh, working on the, the limited car, my, my limited car for 2023, and um, trying to get ready and hopefully maybe go debut it this weekend at Lavonia Speedway for the Georgia State Championships. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, Lavonia Speedway is a place that you definitely know how to get around. You've won a lot of races there, and I've seen you uh, win a few there for sure, and you uh, you get around that place pretty good. So uh, we, you got a pretty good shot there this weekend, I'd say. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think we should be all right. Um, it's definitely going to be a learning curve for me. Never run in the Olympic car before, but – you know, I know I have a lot of information behind me and knowledgeable people, and you know that that helps out a lot, and that cuts that cuts that learning curve in half. So, um, you know, I'm just thankful for the opportunity, and hopefully we can go out here and get a good run. Hopefully, maybe even a win. You ain't gonna listen to Kenny Collins on how to how to drive a race car, are you? Uh, absolutely, he's got way more laps around. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny's a buddy of ours. We're just giving him a hard time on that one. Yeah, we've uh, actually Kenny's been on this show a couple of times already, and we've always enjoyed having him on here. He's one of the he's one of the best in the in the in the business, especially in that part of the country. Y'all eat sure. chicken today for lunch? Uh, I don't. I don't know uh, if he gets the joke. Oh, I don't know yeah. if he gets the did joke. he not get the chicken I joke? I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not quite familiar with the chicken. You had to ask Kenny. On. You had to just had to follow him on Snapchat for a, quite a while, and he's got a uh, <laughs> he got some stuff in the mail from Zaxby's. Anyway, that's just an inside that's joke. That's just an inside joke. <laughs> I, I have to ask him about it. <laughs> yeah, so, so you. you're making so this weekend will be your first time in a limited car. What do you what have you been driving in the past? Uh, I've been running a 602 late model. Okay, so not too different. You got a little more power behind you. Yeah, uh, a little bit, you know, more power, or quite a bit more power, and then uh, the the shocks are, you know, are adjustable, and uh, you can run stacks and stuff like that. So um, that's also a little different. So uh, it'll probably be, a, I'd imagine, you know, a little different feel than than what I'm used to with the non-adjustables. Oh yeah, you'll be able to, you know, be able to dial yourself in a little bit better with those, maybe. Um, get a little better feel for it, but some of that non-adjustable stuff's good, just as good as the uh, adjustable stuff from time to time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Matthew Matthew Logan on my 602 stuff has has that car, you know, really good. Uh, he has me on a good shock package on that end. So, um, you know, it's 
But uh, Kenny, we're gonna run Kenny shocks, I reckon, and he's gonna smash him and whatnot, and go out there and give it all we got. So, what kind of shocks is that? Because I'm sitting right here beside a guy that uh, <laughs> no. actually works for one of these shock companies, and I just <laughs> yeah. want to make sure we're on the same page. Well, what are we running this weekend? Um, uh, it's Kenny's set is a it's a set of Penske's double adjustable. <laughs> ah, I, well, I wouldn't even go to the track then. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even load that car up. He had some Bill Steins on there this week, didn't he? Kenny did. I want to say he's, he's got some Bill that's, Steins. That's what they that's what they run in the supercar. I got gotcha. you. Um, and then I run I run Bill Steins on my six hundred two stuff. That's the guy we go. There that, we go. That, now you're talking his yeah, language. There we go. Yeah, Adam's an outside inside salesman for, for Bill, Bill Stein, and yeah. he's. <laughs> I just can't. got to find out. Hey, what, you hard what, time. We got, what we running on this race car? So anyway, yeah, man, I we're just cutting up, but it's good to have you on here. I know, uh, I know your dad, uh, Brian Morgan, BKP paint. He paints a lot of cool helmets and stuff. And me and him have stayed in touch over the last few years, and he's he's kind of uh, sort of begged me to have you on here, and it's. Uh, the timing just hadn't worked out right and all that, but I, it's good to have you on here. And I know it's uh, it's it's a little long overdue, but with all you got coming up and everything, I figured it's the perfect time for that. So, uh, so anyway, you're here. <laughs> yeah, we we finally we finally got together and said we'll make it happen. Absolutely, it's good to see you out there these last two weeks at Charlotte Dirt Track too. And I'm, and speaking of that, uh, you actually drove a street stock there last week at the uh, world short track championships and you actually picked up the win there so tell me a little bit about that uh how that weekend went for you oh uh, that um you know there's kind of almost still speechless about it uh you know it's charlotte uh charlotte's just huge and um you know i wish it i wish it paid a little better for it being charlotte but i know the circumstances and whatnot but it, it's still probably the biggest one of the biggest street stock races there is just because of it being charlotte but we had a good weekend all around we came out the box fast and uh just made the right adjustments you know matthew logan uh that that car's got ml shocks on it as well and uh he helped me him and rod tucker kind of helped me uh steer where i wanted to do with adjustments i was able to bounce off them and um, just made the right adjustments there for the feature and was able to drive through the field and get the win. Yeah, that was a really good race, too. Uh, I was watching – I was there, obviously, but I was watching Patrick Lyon. He started back there in, like, ninth, and he was in the lead by about lap five and on the top. And then you – and I sort of thought he had it won, and then you snuck in there and got him on the running the bottom, and it was uh, – I mean, you snookered him, man. You snuck in there and got it done. That was a cool race to watch for sure. Maybe that might have been the best race of the whole weekend over there last week. Yeah, I, I might be a little biased, but watching watching Dirt Vision back, I definitely say the Street Stocks put on the best racing. Um, and you know, me and Patrick, we, we ran door to door and you know, clean. And it was it was fun. It was whether I won or ran second, you know, it was it was fun as hell for my for my seat. Um, I'm, I'm you know, Patrick said he had a good time racing, and uh, you know, we were opposite sides of the racetrack. There, he was up top. I was on the tires and. Um, yeah, I was really surprised with how, how wide the racetrack got right there, especially watching the feature before us. I thought it was going to be a little top dominant, but the racetrack ran really good, and uh, we were able to put on a hell of a race with fans. Yeah, it was a very good race for sure. I say the past two weeks, I think that's the best Charlotte I've seen in a long time as far as racing. I agree. I, I, I don't know what they've done to the place. I mean, maybe, I mean, you've raced there in the past, so maybe you know as a driver, but I just feel like it – it, it didn't get its typical one groove rubbered up around the bottom. You could able, you were able to move around on it uh, a lot more the past two weeks than I've seen in a long time over there. Uh, just just looking at the track, it looks like it holds uh, moisture a whole lot better throughout the night. Um, it's almost got like a like a little bit more of a like a brownish color uh, to to it. It's still got that you know that red clay that we all know and love, but. It's got it's almost like a like a brownish tint, and it just uh, it holds moisture a whole lot better, and it almost you know on the top it almost curbs up a little bit, or, or at least for the big motors this past weekend it almost built a little bit of a curb, uh, which you're not used to seeing at Charlotte, and it made the top really viable. So the last uh, over that last week, well, I guess ever since about what August, you've been helping and working with the Coltman Farms team, and you were there this weekend wrenching for Kenny Collins. So um, I thought. 
I guess my question is, is what were some of your duties this weekend? But I was, I would say that I, I did think that all the features over there this weekend for the super late models and big blocks and 410 sprint cars, every one of them were exciting. So it is good to see like Charlotte's back and, and, you know, it's right here in our backyard and we've got to be pretty fortunate to know that we've got a cool, pl- or, you know, a good place like that to race. But uh, yeah, talk about your, uh, a little bit about your job duties there, what you kind of went through this weekend. Uh, you know, really, we we did a bolt check on the car each night. Kind of kind of standard stuff. We come in the, come in the pits. I just pull the wheel covers off. Me or Dwayne would pull the wheel covers off and take tires off, and Dwayne would buff them. And uh, if I didn't have anything else to do, I'd go ahead and start wiping the car down, um, or take shocks off of Kenny if, if needed and whatnot. But um, you know, nothing. Um, I guess too hard or whatever else, but. You know, we kind of got into a rhythm there where we had we kind of knew what we needed to do um, when we got to the pits and uh, we jumped on it. And, um, so, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of everything, really, I guess you could say. Yeah, it sounds like y'all had a good weekend. You really didn't tear nothing up, and you were, you know, I don't know that Kenny, he probably would have definitely liked to have ran better than he did, but uh, still, you know, for you, it was a good deal for you to get to be down in there and hands-on and learning a lot of stuff, too, so. Yeah, it was definitely good for me to be able to learn a good bit there. And uh, yeah, we had a pretty good weekend, like you said. We didn't really turn nothing up. Um, Kenny, Kenny taught me a good bit on kind of what he adjusted, and uh, we had we had speed. Um, it just it's hard to when you get we we didn't quite have what we needed for qualifying and and the late model stuff. You know, track position big right now with all the arrows, so it's hard to really go anywhere, even if you got the speed or not. So. Uh, that's just, you know, part of it, especially when you're racing against them caliber guys. Uh, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. But, you know, Kenny did an excellent job behind the wheel all week and said to keep it clean and, you know, bring home, you know, some we, – we were close on making the show. And so as far, uh, it's hard clean. Yeah. So as far as for that team, are they uh, – what's their plans for the rest of the year? Are they going to run – like, you know, Sonoya this weekend's got 53,000 to win down there for that Castrol Flow Series. And I just wonder if uh, – are, are they going to go participate with that? Uh, I think initially, yeah, we they were going to go down there. But uh, on the way up to Charlotte, the, the, the main trailer that everything was in, the uh, wheel bearing went out. So we had to had to come back and uh, load up the car and Kenny's trailer. And then we uh, – everything else, like all spare parts and whatnot, we had to, we had to put in another trailer. Uh, just to be able to, to make it there and race, and so I think I think they're going to take Sonoya off. That way, they can kind of get the trailer back uh, fixed and get some other things that where it needs to be 100% before they go back racing. And uh, I believe the the dome uh, or maybe the blue gray uh, might be in the next race. That or the dome. There you go. So you'll get so, to go to that. So you're going to take Kenny as your crew chief this weekend. You worked on his car last weekend. Now you got to take Kenny with you this weekend, right? I guess so. I don't know. You gotta make it happen. Hey, we'll we'll figure it out. I wouldn't be so surprised if Kenny wouldn't be racing something there at Livonia this weekend. I know Kenny's gonna take his personal car uh, with six hundred two in it Sunday and run. Okay. All right. So we've we've kind of talked about what you've got going on right now. I'd like to go back to uh, you know where you started. I know I know you kind of started in go-karts and you you went all over to southeast and won a bunch of races and stuff and and then you just got too good at that and you you had to go to cars and uh and and if and correct me if i'm wrong but you had a i guess you had an opportunity there you could have went asphalt or dirt and you kind of chose dirt am i right about that uh actually we went we went asphalt first um dad bought a dirt car uh, for me to kind of start playing around in uh, and his the anthony anders which ran asphalt late models he saw it and was like hey come grab this old asphalt late model you know have him go out there and see if he likes it or not and i went out there and practiced and i was like hey i yeah go this this route we ran uh we bought a i bought a better car um ran like five races in 2017 ran all right uh put it on bump stops over the winter in 2018 came out and on six in a row and then they would just stay consistent throughout the year and win the win the track championship 
about midway through 2018, um, Barry Thorne gave me the opportunity to drive a pure stock car. And that, Speedway. and that was at Greenville Pickens, yeah, right? Yeah, where, where was this at? Where, where yeah. were you racing the asphalt at? Yeah, the asphalt uh, was at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Okay, Greenville Pickens. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so I made my first dirt laps in a, a pure stock at Travis Rest Speedway. And uh, later that year, we bought a, a credit sportsman car, Camaro, and you know, ran it a couple times and went to Charlotte. And really had no business going going to Charlotte that early on, but uh, you know, we went anyways and almost made the show. I I got tore up in someone else's mess in the LCQ, but uh, that's that's kind of how the the dirt stuff started, uh, but it originated on that. Gotcha. Go ahead, Adam. Fire him a question. Started out on asphalt. Did now? Did you like when you ran dirt? Did that just like, hey, I want to do this, or was it? What what made you switch? Um, really, the cost of asphalt racing. Um, that was a big thing, and plus, me as a driver, I enjoyed the dirt more because you know asphalt is a lot, a lot about car. And on the dirt stuff, it was it was a lot about driver, and or at least at the stage I was at, you know, now in the late model stuff, you need both. But uh, but at that stage, it was a it was a lot about driver, and I felt like I could do a whole lot more, even though it, even if the car wasn't there, you know, I could change my line or uh, drive it differently, and I could you know make up for that difference. And um, that and and the cost is really what drove us to the dirt side. I got you. Well, 10-4, Devin, stay on the line here. We're going to take a quick break right here on the Forward Bike Podcast and come back and talk more dirt racing with you after this. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to YouTube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. Welcome back to the Forward Bike Podcast. We've got Devin Morgan here in the studio or in the, on the Andy's Towing Hotline. And we've uh, had a really good conversation with him so far, talking a little bit about his career and what he's got coming up. So you're talking about dirt and asphalt and you wound up on the dirt, which uh, which I'm thrilled with because I think you've got a bright future ahead in this sport. Uh, you're only uh, remind me again how old you are. I'm I'm 20 years old. So you're 20. So like I said, you've got a bright future he's ahead. He's a of, baby. Yeah, man. So he's he's got a lot of years left to do this. And uh, you you uh, did you have any anybody that you kind of looked up to whenever you moved over to dirt, like some names or anybody that you like looked at and said, man, that's who I want to be like one day or somebody that maybe was a veteran that kind of helped you come along there when you were kind of getting started? Um, you know, not really. There's no one that I really ever looked up to. I mean, I'm fans of lots of people. You know, I was a, a Kenny Collins fan. Uh, um, you know, I remember watching him go out out of Lawrence County Speedway one mm-hmm. night and, you know, that kind of made me a fan. But, uh, um, I never really looked up to, to anybody because I I don't really want to be like anybody. You know, I want to I don't I want to you know some people look at other people and it's like hey he's kind of like this person. You know, I want to be I want to be Devin Morgan and I don't want to be like anyone else. I want to be my own you know individual and um, just kind of go my own way. Well, that's a cool answer, and especially the, since you got to like so you know so called be a fan of Kenny. Now you're now it's like full circle. Y'all are like teammates, basically. So, yeah, working on his race car. Yep. But, big time. But but I mean, you're working on it now. But like, I think I think what uh, we hadn't got across yet was like you're basically going to be teammates with him in 2023. And uh, if I've if I've read this right, you're going to be doing some super late model racing, correct? Um, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I don't know about 2023. Um, you know, maybe might get to test it here and here and there whenever they go test and whatnot. Uh, but I don't, I'm not sure about any, uh, super late model racing. At least I haven't heard about it. <laughs> okay. But I would love to. Oh yeah. Well, you just got to keep, uh, keep plugging away at it. You'll well, be there someday. get that limited car and just start wearing them out and then they'll have to put you in one. Yeah. That's, uh, that's that the easier? plan. That's, that's easier that's said than done. 
yeah. No, he can handle it, man. He's a good, he's a wheel man. And I'll tell you another thing too. We've, uh, I've, we've raced on the line on uh, iRacing before and you're like one of the top drivers on iRacing. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got it good at that and what it takes to be good at that because it's it's me and I adam suck. race and we're we terrible suck. at it i'm awful we could probably use some setup help <laughs> on that deal <laughs> i need driver help yeah that's a that's a really good question I, I get asked that question a lot and you know there's never really an answer that i can give to it because uh it just kind of happened for me when i first got into iris and sim you know they, they didn't have dirt yet i was i was mediocre at uh at asphalt i was running some leagues and i was running mid-pack and you know crashing a lot of stuff sounds uh, like and us I, and then i took like a like an eighth month break from iRacing racing and just kind of um i went to, went to playing call of duty to be honest because I, I was really good at that at the time so um i didn't really play no iRacing. racing then I, I got interested back in it again and hopped back on there and um you know, it was just like something clicked, and I was just really, really fast, and I went to run races, and uh, I was a whole lot smarter about, you know, things, and I guess that's just maturing, you know, and, but um, I don't know, I just go go out there and do it, and it just kind of happens. I, I, guess, uh, I guess I'm going to take a break, man. <laughs> that's yeah i, I might take like a two-year break i'll take if, uh, i'll tell you whenever you. i take a break from my racing and i want to get back on there it's uh you know i'll turn it on one night and it'll take uh it'll tell me it's got all these updates to download and it'll take two or three hours you know to install all of it and then by that time i'm i've done got out of the notion and i just turn it back off and don't fool with it again for another four months but i'm still paying them every month that's what's crazy about it so yeah, I don't yeah. know. My the, biggest thing is I learn I don't use the gas. Stay off the gas. Is that is that is that fair to say? Don't use no gas on the dirt. Yeah, in a way, I mean like like the super stuff, you can kinda of run it off in there wide open and like this and don't really have to put too much wheel in it to get it turned in, but once it kinda of plants on the right side, uh if it's tacky most of the time you just kind of back it down to three quarter and a half throttle until you get pointed straight up off and then you roll into it. But, uh, I drive in I race in the, in the dirt in the, in the late model stuff, um, in the big blocks, I drive a lot more with my feet than I do my hands. And I kind of do the same in my, in the real, real life stuff in a way. But, uh, you know, that's kind of how I do it mostly on I race. Well, from what I've watched, you, you know, I, I really paid a lot of, I mean, I've seen you race a lot, but I really, had a chance to really zone in on you and pay attention there at Charlotte dealer week when you were in that street stock and you were smooth on the wheel and smooth on the throttle that night. And that's what won you that race. And that has to be a little bit of a testament to that I racing experience. It looked like to me. Yeah. In a, in a way, you know, I was, um, Friday night I went karting with uh, Chris Ferguson, which I'm a CFM driver, eSport driver. And we went with a bunch of other I racers and, you know, I racing teammates and, uh, that's kind of what I was telling him. We were joking because I don't ran one of the best, Blake Majulis at a Lucas Oil on iRacing. I was rolling the tractor tires and kind of joking. I was like, hey, that, that prepped me for, for Charlotte last week. And, um, you know, in the way it kind of did because I had to kind of, I had to drive it similar. You know, I had to kind of roll off in there nice and easy, dragging the brake and just kind of roll into it up off and get it pointed before I could get the power down. Yeah, that's cool to hear because because i've been doing it for a long time and i can't quite figure it out yet yeah so you got any tips on asphalt or you do you even race asphalt no more on this on i uh, really race asphalt anymore and yeah i used to run uh the biggest short track uh asphalt league there there was on i racing sim auto sim auto racing association uh otherwise known as there and i won like four of their championships in a row and then i kind of just stop racing asphalt altogether but um i kind of do the same on asphalt in a way you know just easy in hard out so uh so anyway this week we're going to you're going to livonia to race and that race is sunday and um i know you've won a lot of 602 races there and, and those 602 races are actually stout down there at livonia usually you've got david smith and uh i don't know several others i can't quite name drop them right off the top of my head here but i do know david smith runs there and wins a lot and uh and you get in there and, and and win with them too so it's you've got a lot of good experience just running that running that track so i think this weekend's going to be right in your wheelhouse even though you've got a little bit of a different engine package and whatnot so uh we, we, we do wish you a lot of luck down there 
Yeah, I, I appreciate it. You know, I I probably have more laps around Livonia than any other track that I've raced at, and um, and it's it's odd because I haven't raced there in over a year. Uh, I haven't even made a trip this year. Um, I personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Livonia. I don't know why. Uh, maybe I've ran it so much more than any other track that that maybe I'm just burnt out on it. But um, I'm looking forward to getting back there. Um, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm a good run. But, you know, it's interesting you bring up the 602 stuff. And, you know, really in 602, there's or any racing nowadays. There's, there's no easy race. You know, there's no cherry picking, none of that. Everyone is tough. Everybody's equipment's good. Uh, it, it's hard to win that race. What's your favorite racetrack? You say you've, won, you've, you've raced at Livonia. You wouldn't call it your favorite. You just raced it the most. So, um, like, if you had a place to pick and go race, where would where would where would that be on a Friday Saturday night? Yeah, you know, I think Charlotte. Um, I, I like the bigger tracks, but I like Charlotte because it's slick. Uh, I don't really have a favorite. Um, Sonoya, really awesome, um, slick and racy. And then that's probably my two favorite, be my two favorite tracks to race at. Uh, but. Uh, favorite tracks to like drive would probably have to be like Tacoa or County just you know elbows up on the gas man up yeah I, I like uh, I remember seeing uh, I remember seeing uh, actually you posted it not long ago on your Facebook page about when you won that race at Tri-County and that you were going there with uh, you know the crew to help with Kenny Collins there a few weeks ago and so yeah you've won you've not only won races at Livonia you've won a, a multiple a multitude of different tracks like I guess Traveler's Rest, Cherokee, uh, Livonia, a lot of, re- I mean, probably every track in South Carolina, just about, you've probably been there and won. Uh, yeah, some, somewhat. Yeah, 10-4, yeah, um, well, like, in a few, like, in a broader spectrum of things, like, if you, if you do happen to, uh, if this turns out to be a successful endeavor, which I don't see any reason why it shouldn't, um, what's on the horizon, like, uh, I don't know, maybe throw it out there, like go to the World 100 sometime in the near future or something like that? Uh, I don't even know. I'm I'm not quite thinking about that stuff right now. You know, right now, you know, obviously I want it, want it to happen, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to work for it. But uh, right now, I just kind of take it week in a week, and uh, I don't really worry about nothing. Um, I don't really – I don't I don't know what the – what the words I'm looking for is, but you know, I just, I just go week to week, go with the flow and, um, just whatever happens, happens. I got you. Yeah. I was just kind of just saying like maybe five years down the road, if you're, if you're still enjoying racing and still, still successful and everything, I mean, there's no telling where you might, uh, where you might wind up. You know, we had, we had Garrett Smith in here the other day and he's, you know, the sky's the limit for that kid. And I know you, you've, uh, raced with him a little bit and, and, and look at what he's done, went and done and stuff, you know, and they've got, you know they've got endless resources and whatnot, but they, but uh, there's I mean there's no reason why you couldn't do that. I'm sure you've got the same talent level as he does. So I know I know that like I'm not comparing y'all, but like um, like eventually I feel like you're going to be in the mix too with a bunch of them guys. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day is you know be able to be on that level and uh, competing. Um, so you know I definitely yeah I'd, I'd like to be there. Uh, you know, down the road, and that's the that's the goal. I I know I'm capable of it. You know, I'm I'm confident in myself that um I could go out there and, and do it. Well, there's no telling who's listening to this that might uh, that might uh, you might be getting onto their horizon. You know, just by being on this podcast tonight, and who knows? Check uh, them out. Who knows? Look, where... look for them at the track. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. But yeah, man, we uh we definitely appreciate you being on here. I know. Uh, I know I probably didn't have as good of questions for you as I probably should have, and all that. But uh, you've, you've, uh, you've been on my horizon. I've watched you race, and I've en- I enjoyed uh, shaking hands with you and seeing you there this weekend at Charlotte. And hope to see you a lot more in the future. And uh, you know we'll we'll do this again sometime. Whenever y'all get you a, a, a big win and a big check, you know we'll uh, we'll put you back on the podcast. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. Hopefully it's after this weekend. There That's you go. Right. 
That's right. There you go. Well, best of luck to you. Uh, before I let you go, uh, if you want to thank your sponsors and, every, and all the people that help you and support you, uh, this is uh, this would be a good time to do that. Yeah, I, I got to start off with uh, my mom and dad and, you know, everything they've done for me and all my racing. Uh, I got to thank MPM Marketing, uh, Wiley X Glasses, uh, Colton Farms Racing for, for the opportunity. Uh, you know, Dwayne Frady and Mad Boy, I'm currently walking around in the, in the yard here looking at the shop and, you know, watching, working on this thing. Um, can't thank them enough for all the, all the help and, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a whole lot more. Uh, Team SRI, uh, KRC Power Steering, ProFab Headers, uh, K1 Race Gear. You know, I'm, you know I, I believe I'm missing a whole lot more. You know, I, my mind's racing right now. There's so much going on. But, you know, I just can't thank everyone that helps me enough. Uh, you know, I'm super blessed to be able to be doing what I love and uh, you know, just hoping to continue to be able to do it. Yeah, I appreciate you mentioning SRI. That's uh, that's my employer, and you know, if you ever need anything, you know where to go to get it. So uh, we appreciate you coming into our hospitality thing this weekend too at Charlotte and partaking and enjoying some of that. And uh, and then I also Adam here with with Bill Stein right now. If you ever need a good deal on a shock package, you uh, you uh, you got two good connections sitting right here talking right. with you tonight on the podcast. So. Uh, we look forward to seeing what else you've got coming up, man. And good, uh, like I said, good luck uh, down at uh, down at Livonia this weekend, and uh, we'll see you soon, man. Yes, sir. I I appreciate it. Yeah, I might have to hit Adam up. You know, there's no other shock that I'd rather run the Bill scene. So that's right. We got him converted yeah. from in a 30 minute conversation <laughs> he here. Don't even <laughs> want to put them fancy. Hey, I love it. <laughs> My choice is Bill, especially in the Longhorn. There's 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 no other way that you'd want to go about it but you know for this weekend we we just give them what we got i got you understand that's right hey, i ain't gonna hold you uh, ain't no hard feelings use, i understand use what you got next next year whenever it's time to get some get some more you know you you can get out give uh give old adam logan here a shout so uh like i said we appreciate you being on uh we'll do this again sometime and uh, tell your dad and everybody hello and i know they'll be listening to this and be proud to hear it so i'm Looking forward to uh, to all the reactions and everything from all your fans and friends and family whenever this goes out. Yeah, I I'll definitely let Dad know. And you know, once again, I can't thank y'all guys enough for you know bringing me on and I had a good time talking to y'all and you know ready for it to come out. All right, best of luck in the future, Devin. We'll talk to you later, buddy. See you. Yeah, see y'all. All right, there's another Forward Bike Podcast in the books this evening, and uh, that was Devin Morgan out of Greenville, South Carolina. He's got some big things in the future, and uh, we look forward to keeping up with him on the racetrack. Uh, until next time, I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong, and I'm this Adam. and this is Adam Logan right here beside me. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time.